You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 225. Today we'll read 1 Peter chapter 3 together. Peter gives instructions to wives and husbands, instructs us to do no evil, and explores the subject of undeserved suffering. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. I finished the Apocrypha. Phew! I don't know if I'm any smarter, but the goal has been accomplished. What's that you say? You don't know what the Apocrypha is? Well, that's not surprising, especially if you're not Catholic. It's the part right in the middle of the Catholic Bible, or the Revised Standard Version. That's where mine is. The word Apocrypha means hidden writings. They show up around 200 BC in Alexandria, Egypt, as part of the Septuagint, which is the Greek translation of the Old Testament. Apparently, there's lots of arguing about whether the books should have been made part of the canon. Some say the ancient Jews put their blessings on them, and some argue that they didn't. Imagine me shrugging my shoulders here. It's kind of hard to know what to believe and, quite frankly, how much it matters. Honestly, I thought some of it was a little out there. I also think that some of it came perilously close to contradicting Scripture. But some of it was good for historical reading, such as the Maccabees. Remember that God was quiet for the 400 years before Christ was born. In other words, there's 400 years of human existence between the Old and the New Testaments, and we don't know much about them. Anyway, for now, reading the Apocrypha is probably a one and done. If I need a reference from it, I know how to navigate it, and I could probably find what I was looking for. What do you know about the Apocrypha? Have you read it? Tell me what you know at LiftingHerVoice.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. My goal for 2022 is to read the Quran. I believe reading these documents is one way that we can be ready to give a reason for the hope that we have. It can help us understand where someone is coming from and stimulate discussion. And that's where relationships start. 1 Peter chapter 3 
In the same way, wives, submit yourself to your own husbands, so that, even if some disobey the word, they may be won over without a word by the way their wives live, when they observe your pure, reverent lives. Don't let your beauty consist of outward things like elaborate hairstyles and wearing gold jewelry or fine clothes, but rather what is inside the heart, the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. For in the past, the holy women who put their hope in God also adorned themselves in this way, submitting to their own husbands, just as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. You have become her children when you do what is good and do not fear any intimidation. Husbands, in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way, as with a weaker partner, showing them honor as co-heirs of the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered. Finally, all of you be like-minded and sympathetic, love one another, and be compassionate and humble, not paying back evil for evil or insult for insult, but, on the contrary, giving a blessing, since you were called for this, so that you may inherit a blessing. For the one who wants to love life and to see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit, and let him turn away from evil and do what is good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. Because the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer, but the face of the Lord is against those who do what is evil. Who then will harm you if you are devoted to what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness, you are blessed. Do not fear them or be intimidated, but in your hearts regard Christ the Lord as holy, ready at any time to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do this with gentleness and reverence, keeping a clear conscience, so that when you are accused, those who disparage your good conduct in Christ will be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit, in which he also went and made proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in the past were disobedient, when God patiently waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared. In it, a few, that is, eight people, were saved through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience toward God, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him.
This chapter is heartrending. Peter offers down-to-earth, fatherly advice for real-life situations. Some wives live with unsaved husbands, and Peter knew that living pure and reverent lives before those unbelievers is a lot more effective than nagging them to go to church and beating them over the head with Scripture. Again, excellent advice for us today as well. Perhaps I'm not so qualified to comment on the how and the why for husbands, except to say that treating us with gentleness and respect is always welcome. To me, the important phrase here is co-heirs of the grace of life. This puts to bed the nonsense in the minds of both men and women that men are the chosen over women. Do we have different roles in God's economy? Yes. But men and women are co-heirs to God's promises through Jesus Christ. Several of Peter's next admonitions instruct us to act differently than what we see around us. Instructions like, be like-minded, humble, do not pay back evil for evil, but instead give a blessing. This can be finding ways to serve that person who treats you badly, praying for him or her, especially for salvation, and desiring his or her well-being. Boy, is that different from the world around us. However, as believers and as recipients of undeserved blessings ourselves from Christ, we have no choice but to pass that on. He inserts a snippet here from Psalm 34. It's so beautiful. I simply must put the entire psalm on my memorization list. And then, as James tells me, I need to be a doer of that word. Peter then writes a verse that has become so familiar to many of us. 1 Peter 3.15 But in your hearts regard Christ the Lord as holy, ready at any time to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Why do you believe? Against all physical odds, against much of what we are told in this world to be reasonable, we believe that the Son of God took the wrath of God's judgment of sin for us. Because He loves us that much, and Scripture is replete with evidence of that, someone in your circle needs to hear the personal story of how you came to believe. We must make sure that we are ready at any time to give a defense. Let's pray. Lord, what a privilege to be called by you. Thank you for Peter's words that tell us that your divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Thank you that you call us to peace, that you call us to look different than the world. Thank you that you have admonished us to always be ready to give a reason for the hope that we have. Amen. 
Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.